Hey, hey, friend, you read the title of this episode and you're like, okay, this is kind of crazy. Feeling overwhelmed? Why this emotion means you should homeschool? You're like, yeah, okay, Lee's completely lost it right now. Culture is telling me that if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I need to let something go. Okay, I'm going to tell you yes and no, and I promise we'll dig into that. Don't think I'm crazy. I'm, I've got some things to back up what I'm saying here in this title, but I'm excited to share it with you so that you can kind of put it into perspective of what's going on in your life right now. And all of the, if you're a juggler, (laughs) all the balls you have in the air or all of the spinning plates that are going on right now that you are managing as the keeper of the home and the mother of children and the wife and the homeschool mom and just all those things that it encompasses in this season of life. Okay, mama, if you're feeling overwhelmed, I promise you this emotion means that you should most definitely homeschool. In other words, begin homeschooling, or if you are already homeschooling, it definitely means you should continue homeschooling. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. When I say to you that if you're feeling overwhelmed, it's a good thing, you're thinking back to me, no, I don't, what? What are you talking about? It is. However, it's what you do that matters. How do you respond in that feeling of being overwhelmed? Are you critical? Do you get angry? Do you get anxious? Do you just quit? Throw your hands up and say, I quit. I'm done. I'm not even going to do this anymore. Or do you take a step back? Do you analyze what exactly is making me feel overwhelmed? Where can I pull people in to help me to come alongside me? Or maybe there really are some things to let go of. But what if you've let go of all of those extra things and you're just saying, I'm homeschooling, I'm raising my kids, I'm a wife, I'm a member of my community and my church, we've got house projects or at least house cleaning to do, I've got meals, oh wait, oh yeah, homeschooling, I think I mentioned that already, but that's like, (laughs) that's huge, that's a whole lot when we're educating our children. And you're probably like I was a few years ago with three little kids, homeschooling them, having a list of things I wanted to do, things to accomplish. And so let's talk specifically about the education part. And I remember just being overwhelmed, bouncing around between three kids, setting one up with one uh, set of maybe math problems, then going and doing a math lesson with another one, and then maybe giving another one a chore to do and just kind of like the circuit. I felt like I was just, well, I was, I was just going from one kid to the next to the next. And yes, we did morning time to a degree. We did some subjects together. And I know I've talked about in other episodes about how I wish I knew more of the bulk of what morning time was way back in the day. And that's why I do talk about it here because I want you to know about it and to integrate it into your homeschool because it really would have been the solution to lessening my feeling of overwhelmed. 
because doing one history curriculum with one kid and with another with another kid when they're only like two years apart, that's, that's a bit silly. I should have done it together. And I eventually did. So here you are bouncing around between kids. And maybe you're like me and you have a child or two that you turn your back and they like slither out of their seat, crawl underneath the table, sneak somewhere else. I'm remembering specifically when mine were really young and we did our homeschool um, the specific, what I didn't want to carry the books all over the house. We had a finished basement and it was great because they can kind of wander off a little bit and play here, but they're all still in the same room. But I remember having specific children that would sneak off and the stairs were carpeted. So I couldn't hear them <laughs> kind of sneak up the steps. And I would maybe then turn a little while later and be like, uh, where are they? And I, I don't always understand the mind of children, but it's just the way that they are. I'm like you will eventually get caught. But they're like, hmm, well, I got three, four minutes of playing with my matchbox cars and oops, <laughs> now you've got it narrowed down to two kids. <laughs> but here you are bouncing back and forth between a couple of children. And even if you have one kiddo, that doesn't mean that you're not overwhelmed. It still is taking on a lot of responsibility when we decide to add on, you know, your stay-at-home mom, or maybe you do work from home part-time or full-time and you're now you're taking on the education of your children. It is a lot, whether you have one child or you have 10. But then there's also meals. <laughs> there's a lot of eating that happens during the day. You've got your three meals, you've got snacks. And how does that food get in? You have to actually plan out, figure out what you're going to make, purchase all the ingredients, and then carry through with it, feed everybody, and then clean up afterwards. You've got chores. You have your own chores and things you manage around the house. You have chores that your kids are doing. And just the fact of teaching them how to do chores, we all know that we could do it so much more efficiently and so much faster, and it would be done the right way the first time if we did it. But those kids aren't going to learn how to do chores, and I promise you, being on the other end of it, okay, no one's ever going to do it as well as you do, okay, mom? <laughs> Let's just establish that. That's just a fact, and that's okay. But when you teach them how to do things, they can actually do them. And as I've gotten older, I've kind of let go of some things. The kitchen, I'm still a little bit more particular about. And I'll come through and after they're in bed and kind of <laughs> clean up what maybe I was not quite up to par with me. Okay, you also have house projects. Whether you are working on a big house project or it's just little things around the house. There's maintenance of things to keep up with. There's activities whether it's through like community and sports or it's through the church, you have a discipleship of your children. And that's one of the major reasons that you've probably decided to homeschool. And that takes a lot of time because you're being, you're wanting to be intentional about how you raise your children and who you want them to be and the experiences and what you pour into them. You also have family, extended family, whether they live in town close to you or they live at a distance and friends, there's relationships to maintain. In different seasons, I want you to remember that there's different priorities. When your children are young, your priority might be just the managing of the home and keeping everybody alive, making sure everybody gets sleep and they eat. And it's just the pouring into like their physical needs. There's, you know, you talk about the spiritual needs, but they don't quite get it yet. It's a part of your life. And, but as they get a little bit older, they can help take care of some things. You don't have to brush everybody's teeth. Some of them can do it themselves. Eventually they can brush their own teeth. Imagine that. But in different seasons, 
There's different focus for us as moms. There's different priorities. There's different needs of the people in your life. And we have to remember that because sometimes we can look at, I mean, I can look at my younger self and say, wow, you were overwhelmed in that season of life. So I look back at when we were first married and had our own apartment. And I remember being overwhelmed by that. (laughs) And I look back now, I'm like, that's a little silly. But at that time, the amount of wisdom and knowledge of the world and the amount that I could handle was much less. Add on purchasing a home, and therefore you're responsible for the maintenance and the upkeep of that. Add children, end up we've moved a couple of times and multiple different houses, not at the same time, just at one after another. I'm like, wow, I can handle so much more. So I have to remember to myself that as I get older, I'll even be able to handle even more and probably look back at right now and say, that was a little silly to be overwhelmed by that. I'm currently right now this day as I'm recording this in a little bit of a season of overwhelmed. And not that I'm wishing the fall away because it's been a beautiful and gorgeous fall. I'm kind of waiting for cold weather because it means I can't work outside anymore. (laughs) We're in the process of repainting the exterior of our house and it is a much bigger job than we thought. I mean, all of those types of home projects end up being more of a big project than you think, but we just weren't expecting how bad it was going to (laughs) be. Okay. So we're, I'm also, I know how you feel, whether it's, it's just a different season. It's a different feeling over overwhelmed and it's okay. And it still means that you should continue homeschooling. So why do I keep saying you should keep homeschooling, even though you're feeling overwhelmed? Okay. So feeling overwhelmed, why does it mean you should homeschool? It means mom that you care about all aspects of your family's life. The feeling overwhelmed, you're taking on And we shouldn't take all of this load onto our own shoulders, but we see the weight and the enormity of what we are doing. And we understand that we're not just saying to the school district, I'm going to homeschool my kid. And then we sit around and watch TV and have no idea what our kids are doing or where they are or anything. And we're not pouring into educating you feeling overwhelmed right now is because you care. You care so much. You care about their education. You care about their discipleship. You care about their nutrition. You care about them getting proper rest. You want a balance in your family. And overall, you are intentional. And that's why you're feeling overwhelmed. Think about if you didn't care about any of those things, how overwhelmed would you feel? Probably not. If you didn't care the state of your home, the state of your family, the state of your marriage, the state of your relationships, you would just let those go. They would probably all be a major hot mess, which is the benefit of pouring in and being intentional is that you have good relationships. Your home is something that you enjoy being in and you pour into it so that you can create a space that makes your family feel warm and welcomed and it's a safe place for everybody to be. So as a homeschool mom, and as a homeschool family, you have rejected the society's way of separating of the family. You have also rejected that school is the only path to education. So what I mean here is that you have said, nope, my family's going to stay together as a family unit. Whether or not dad has a job outside of the home or not, you're saying myself as the mom and our children, we are not going to separate out during the day. We are going to do life together. And we also recognize that school isn't the only way to education. You recognize education can occur at home. Education can occur out on field trips. Education can occur out in the world in whatever way that your family 
says, this is how we're going to educate. This is our why. This is our vision. This is our goals. And this is how we're going to accomplish those. You heard the call to shepherd your children 24-7 and you answered it. And right now, that's what you're doing. So remember that you are shepherding your children. And yes, right now, if when you have little kids, it is 24-7. And even when you have teens, it's 24-7. Although they're not getting up in the middle of the night with bad dreams or having to use the bathroom or any of those types of things, but still you're shepherding your children. So why did it seem, I mean, if you think back to, back in the day, we'll say back in the olden days, why did it seem like it's simpler for moms? Well, a couple of things. Now you can think of olden days, you can think back like, well, in your own childhood, it seemed simple. To me, I look back to being raised. I was a child of like the late seventies and eighties and into the nineties and seventies and eighties. And maybe it was also because just of my naivete of being young child, but it just seemed like there was less pressure on my mom. And I think back to what I know of my grandmother's time, their years of raising children. But if you want, we can go way back if you want to Ma and Pa Ingalls, right back in Little House in the Prairie. But I really do believe that with every generation, every decade, at least, there is more pressure on moms. So they had less pressure back then because mostly there was less exposure to what other people were doing. If you stop and think right now about being a homeschool mom or being a wife or just being a mom in general, there is so much input. You can go on to most any social media platform. You can even just go on to the internet and Google something about motherhood. You can go on to podcasts. There's just a lot of exposure to how other moms and other families are raising their children. And this isn't necessarily a negative thing. It can be a good thing. I have taken little tidbits from different women who took the time to write books or to put out blog posts. And I've taken little bits and they have really impacted me as a mom, as a wife, and also in my homeschool. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but overall, we can let ourselves become really overwhelmed by it, especially when we are receiving conflicting information we could receive from some say mom influencer. She says, this is the type of parenting you should do. And another says the opposite. Well, at that point, you really need to maybe shut both of them off and dig into the word and pray. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal how God wants you to pour into your family. So back in the day, there was less pressure because of less exposure to what others were doing, how other mothers were mothering. I want you to remember when you're feeling overwhelmed that you are only one person. So if you have more than one child, you are definitely outnumbered. You are outnumbered one to two, one to three, one to four, one to five, and so on. Even if you have one child, it's still one to one. And that is a child. It's not like one to one with another adult. They're, they throw temper tantrums. They say they don't want to walk. They want to pull the wagon. Just the other night, I was outside working on our house project, a little neighbor girl, parents like, what do, you, what do you want? First, she wanted to get in the wagon. No, then she wanted to pull the wagon, but she didn't want to pull it with anybody else. She wanted to push the wagon. And so it's not even like you're dealing with another adult. It's a child who is precious and is, a, and is looking to assert their will and seeing how they can control the world that they live in. But I want you to also think of the fact that there is no other job in the world that would make anyone feel bad if they were doing the job of many people. So say you had a job in an office and 
you took this job, you sat down to do the job, and they said, oh, by the way, we need you to do, we hired you for this, but we need you to do the job of three people. There's no way you could actually do that in the amount of hours that you have allotted to work. So you're working nine to five. You're like, uh, a nine to five gives me the time to do one job, one position. Now you want me to do three? Now let's, it's not a perfect translation there to, to motherhood, but in motherhood, we have a full raising to do of our firstborn, our secondborn, our thirdborn, our fourthborn, and so on. If you have more than that amount of children and not that we are doing multiple jobs, we're doing the same, but we have children in different seasons and in different areas, especially if you have a gap with kids to say you have a 13 year old and then you have a five year old. That's a really big gap. Some families, you know, that's really close. My, my kids were a bit like that. We kind of just tumbled through the same seasons together. And I didn't notice the, the gap really until they got older and my daughter is launching out into the world and I have a 13, 14 year old. So that's, you know, there are gaps at times and that we notice and sometimes we don't notice, but remember you're only one person. So what do we do when we are feeling overwhelmed and we're still going to homeschool? Because mama, you are still going to homeschool. And if you're not homeschooling yet, you're thinking to yourself, I don't know, this doesn't sound like a really good deal. No, it does. It's an amazing deal because you're focused on the outcome, the end result of these children that you're going to, as young adults, launch out into the world. But mama, no matter where you are on the spectrum, whether you're thinking about homeschooling, this is your first year third year, fifth year, 10th year, I want you to accept what you can do and let go of what you can't do. And this is exactly what I do with the moms in Clarify Your Homeschool. Yes, we talk about homeschool. The bulk of it is homeschool, but it's all interrelated. Like there's not a separation in families of this time to this time. Like you go to a work, go to a job, you go to work nine to five, then you come home and you put on your mom hat and it's different. We always have the mom hat on. We always have the home educator hat on. We always have the chef hat. We always have the discipleship hat on. And so this is exactly what we talk about. And the outcome that you get when you join Clarify Your Homeschool, you will gain absolute clarity for your family moving forward, specifically to homeschool. But like I said, it is all, it's, it's all mushy. (laughs) It's muddied waters right there. And When you join Clarify Your Homeschool, you get access to all the material that is going to set you up for your family, your individual children, and you, mom, to thrive in this homeschool season. You'll find in Clarify Your Homeschool that you come to realize what is important to you, and we will get you on the path to intentionally homeschooling your children. Whether you have a preschooler, you have elementary, middle, high school, whatever the age range that you have, that's what we accomplish with you in Clarify Your Homeschool. So if you are tired of feeling overwhelmed, I want you to head over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com for all of the details. And I'm excited to see you over in the course. We're going to get you started today. So remember though, that you cannot do everything, accept what you can do, let go of what you can't do. And when you're saying, yes, I want to know exactly what can I do and what do I need to let go of? Because that's really an individual thing. Head over to Clarify Your Homeschool. All right, Mama, this has been a fun episode to share this with you. I mean, you're like fun, overwhelmed. Yeah, it's been. (laughs) I hope that you are having an amazing day. Can you believe we are headed here to the end of October? It's just been flying by. We've had an absolutely gorgeous fall. I've seen pictures from throughout the country. 
I guess we had great weather over the summer to lead to this beautiful fall. I hope that you are able to spend some time outside with your family, maybe a little bit of time outside alone to just soak it in and to breathe. If you could take a moment right now before you go out and do that and leave a review for the podcast, I would so greatly appreciate that. And for those of you headed over to Clarify Your Homeschool, I'm excited to join you over there. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.